Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats, like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Jared, he's back from Europe. He's in the flesh. He's I home have for returned. a while. He's returned. Aha, it is I. <laughs> Where is, show us We're, your British accent, accent Jared. Hello. Hello. Hello, Gov. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Not bad. Jared, he did, what did you say yesterday? And you're like, ah, oh, it's contagious. Oh, I said uh, um, proper. Oh. I was like... Yeah, I was like, that's proper something. As long as you don't say bloody. Ah. Proper is kind of just as bad. I like proper. You think so? Yeah, that, good. that's a proper proper good drink or whatever. It was for something about a Starbucks drink. The British also love to say quite well. Like, how are you doing? Quite well. Honestly, it'd be like quite, quite bad. Well. I don't think I'm, I'm always just medium. Moderate not quite to severe. Anything. Moderate yeah. to severe depression. <laughs> That's what I go. It's just moderate to severe everything. <laughs> I actually kind of like that because you don't know it's moderate to severe what? Could be know. eczema, could be depression, could be just Happiness. hustle. Moderate to severe hustle. Like who knows? Moderate to severe struggling in life. I feel like everybody is moderately or severely struggling in some aspect. So I like I feel that. that. Um, how are we actually feeling today, guys? Lex, how are you doing? I feel great today. You look good. Thanks. Yeah, you look. You look I took a shower. Beautiful. I feel really good. I, you look fresh. Thanks, guys. I have a ring yeah. light on, so it is deceptive, uh, and I have oh. the um, zoom filter lens with uh, the zoom filter on. So, but ooh. I did put a little um, shimmer on my cheeks, so maybe it's catching the light. Ooh. <laughs> She's shivering. Wow. You guys look good too. You know, I'm just happy that Jared's back. Me too. Oh, I miss Jared I'm back too. I missed you guys. It was missed like. You a lot. I, I was saying I hadn't even heard Jack's voice in like over a week. We hadn't even really talked on the phone. Oh, you yeah, guys sound really t- close. We don't really talk on the phone that much. <laughs> you guys sound gone. close. <laughs> we well, text a lot. I only want to talk on the phone when I want to talk on the phone. So I call Jared when I'm driving or when I'm walking. But if he calls me and I'm like, he called me the other day when I was just waking up. I hate because obviously the time change in Europe, it was like 630 in the morning and he's calling to chat. And I was like, absolutely well, not. You made a mistake though, and that was you like liked something that I sent you on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she's awake," and she's then I up. just immediately called you. 
And he, was, he's like, am I bothering you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> In fact, you are. To be honest, though, I hate talking on the phone, period. It's really hard to get me to do me it. Me too. Unless yeah. I literally just, the, I had to call Jack the other day for something because I, I had to like vent and explain something that I just didn't have the energy to text. Otherwise, yeah. I would have because I don't like yeah. talking on the phone. No, unless it's for a purpose. Like that was for a purpose and it was a, a good succinct And phone it was call. brief. We're nice and concise. We're like, we solved this problem. Okay, I'll keep yeah. you posted. No, I'm not <laughs> chatting. I do. Ch- I chat with my mom, but again, only when I'm driving, when I am driving, not sure. her. Yeah, like, we, don't, we don't really have chat phone calls anymore, do we? You and I. <laughs> They're unnecessary. Who needs them? Because we both are like, yeah, because we get to, but we, both of us will get to a point where we're like, what, what are we doing here? No, me and Matt only call each other if we can't find our phones. And we it's like call my phone. That's like exactly. the only time. I don't I can't think of sometimes when he's driving because he's Mr. Safety, can't text yeah. and drive. Well, that's oh good though. God. That means you guys get to spend a lot of time together in person. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's that is true. So that's a good good thing. Okay, so let's get into the day. So today is February 16th, and I'm going to start a new thing because I obviously usually usually only pick one dark day. But you know, there's lots of shit going on. And I thought, you know, today it was actually hard to decide what I wanted to do for the dark day because there are a few different things that I thought were interesting. So I love that you're overachieving this way. Right. This is really working for you. Yes. What an overachiever. Okay. So February 16th in the year 600, Pope Gregory the Great announces that saying God bless you is the correct response to a sneeze. Wow. This was something that I was going to maybe deep dive because... The history I want to know of more. God bless you. Does it mean you? like there's a spirit or demon inside you? That's what I think that they used to think. I think that they thought that there was, yeah, a demon inside Maybe you. Maybe demons you were... trying to come out of your nose or yeah. face. Yep. And <laughs> wow. that's, that's where you're God haunted. Bless you that's why from. you're sneezing. Or you might just have seasonal allergies like I do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just allergic <laughs> or to Or be pollen. allergic to pet dander or something yeah. normal. <laughs> so that was the year 600. 1659, the first known check for 400 pounds was written, and it's now on display at Westminster Abbey. 400 pounds in 1659. It sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. It sounds like someone's buying some acreage and maybe a Gilded Age mansion. Ooh. I feel like you could get a lot with that. Like almost an endless amount of things. Yeah. Speaking of of pounds, though, I saw a meme the other day. Maybe you guys know if it's real or not saying that the dollar store equivalent in the UK is called Pound Town. Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. Uh, I was like, is that real? And they just... Not what I would think, but maybe... Have you seen a Pound Town? I would have taken a picture if I saw one while I was over there. That's a great I'll Google if it's real. But you go ahead, Jack. Pound Town's hilarious. Um, Pound Town is fucking awesome. It can double as a sex shop. Um... (laughs) Okay. Yes, they're called pound. No, they're called Poundland and Pound World. Oh yeah, Poundland. Yeah, yeah. no, I know Poundland. Poundland. <laughs> way better. Yeah. Those oh my are, god. It just feels like a, a larger area. In Pound World, you're pound, just pounding pound all over world. the world. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking up um, how much that check was worth. Twenty six thousand nine hundred eighty one dollars. That's oh, not that's as it? much as I thought. Yeah, I thought, I it'd thought be it was more. gonna be like one billion. I know, like hundreds of thousands, no, if not yeah. a million dollars. Because my dad always says to me, you know, when I was like your age, a hamburger was one cent or something <laughs> like that. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what money is. Ten cents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So 1923, archaeologist opens the tomb of King Tut, wow. which I also was very interested Tutankhamen, in. Tutankhamen. Love it. Yes. 
Um, and then 1942, Kim Jong Il's birthday. Dark That's day. That's important. Dark day. He's dead. Um, but then the one that we're going to get into, and this was such an, a bizarre deep dive that I went into, uh, very, very niche and specific, but February 16th of 1861, Abraham Lincoln stops his train at Westfield on his way to Washington to thank 11 year old Grace Bedell in person for giving him advice to grow his beard, to gain more votes and become president. Wow. Wait, what's the device? What device? How do you grow a beard? Oh, did With I say a device? No, gave her advice. Did I say oh, a device? I thought you said she gave him a device to grow his beard. I was like, <laughs> how? Too. I want this. I was like, there is a thing. There's a device that stimulates beard growth that they had in Abe Lincoln's time. Fuck! I wish that's oh what it was. Oh my god! I was like, what device? I'm like, <laughs> oh, all right. She gave no. him the advice, advice to grow his beard. Yeah. Yes. Wait. The device would be so much more interesting. I know. Just but now to thing. make it not interesting. No. So the. <laughs> the gist of this, I, this is what we're going to do for True Crime Rewind is this whole story because I thought it was super interesting. But the TLDR of it was, is this little girl, she was like 11 years old, and she wrote Abraham Lincoln a letter. And she was like, you know what? Women like whiskers. That's what she called them, whiskers. She's like, you, your face is not great and you need to grow your beard out if you're going to win this election. She's and right. he ended up growing it out and personally thanking her for it. Men without facial hair look like worms, <laughs> especially when they get oh, older. Dude. Their neck and their head just sort of blend yes. together. You're not yep. wrong. Dude, you little who, earthworms. I just it was some celebrity that I saw that shaved their beer, beer, beer off, beard off. And I was like, men are fucking lucky they have facial hair. <laughs> They're so not, not all. Not all men have full facial hair. And no, I I want to say, too, you can be a handsome worm. That's a thing. But you're still a worm. Like, you can be yeah. the best worm you can of be worms without a beard, but Benedict you're still... Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. You're still a worm. Have, yep. Without a but beard. But he's also lanky. Like, he's definitely a... He's a very long, thin worm. <laughs> I'm picturing every man Ichabod I know as a worm type. right now. Dude. I It's the beard. If you... I, I always think a man looks better with some facial hair. If they can grow it. Some... There's a very few that don't. And some... Uh, like John, the singer of Jared's band, amazing with a mustache. Oh, not uh, he's it's not my favorite when he grows the full facial hair, but he looks great with just a mustache. Mm. John that, can rock a stash, few and far between. Jared, not great. Well, what do you, what do you, gotta, mean? you got a good stash when you have the rest of your facial hair filled in. Yeah, this, but part, a stash this alone. part goes away, it's all bad. This <laughs> oh, you're gonna, gonna look right out of a 1970s band, you're gonna look yeah. like right out of like put a floral shirt and some corduroy pants on this guy. Put oh, like yeah. some a puka shell necklace around his neck. <laughs> yep. Give him one of the guitars that so, don't plug into an amp, and he's gonna be. I had a, I, I had a heavier stash last month because when we go in to make a record, we call it the studio stash, and everyone grows out their mustaches. But oh my god, I can't just have that. So I I leave my beard kind of short, and then I grow my mustache out. That's also nice because I don't have to see Jack every day, so I don't get like a bunch of shit for it. But I, you don't get I don't get the, the stash was strong last month. I miss it. I you missed can, it, and I'm pissed. I know. I would have liked some more pictures. I'll do it again. Rude. Thank you. Um, okay, yeah. so for True Crime, True Crime Rewind, we are going to jump into the story. I have the letters and everything. It's actually like, it's a fun story, and like a fun wrinkle for everybody's brain. So we're going to get into that later, but before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. 
Okay, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either loving or hating. We rave about it or we bitch about it. We vote if it's guilty or not guilty. We have a discussion. Then we bring it to Instagram. You guys vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Um, do we have a listener on the stand? Yes. We Ooh. do. Do we want to start Today, with that? Today I think we should play one because I think that we didn't play one last week. And if Ooh. you would like to call and send us in, you're on the stand. I'm the phone be- number is 818-446-6889. Again, that's 818-446-6889. You overachievers are giving me life today. I, I don't know. even know how to <laughs> fucking never, contain my joy for you'd what's never happening. think it was coming from, from me, especially. Both of you. I'm just, just on it. That's showbiz, and I'm jet lagged. Come on now. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you're jet lagged. Um, Okay, Lex, you said that you have it on the stand that you're ready to go for. So you go first. Okay, I'll go first. So what I'm putting on the stand today is, you know, when you're texting with someone and they're like, I have to tell you a story. I'm like, okay. Yes. And then they send you a voice note. Mm. And I'm like, I've got my TV background noise on and I'm on my laptop. Yeah. (laughs) And probably something playing on my laptop and i'm like i'm not gonna listen to this there's just no way there's just no way like at least not for like a few days because i'm gonna put my phone down and be like i'll listen to that later but because it's not blue saying i have a new text i'm just gonna forget and i'm like oh yeah oops and then you can only listen to it once and then it disappears so i'm like if you do listen to it in the moment but can't reply and it was something you were supposed to really pay attention to it's like what if you were driving it's just not going to work. Right. I uh, I have a little bit of a phobia for a voice note. Like, I don't like them either. They like, give me anxiety. They, it's like, okay, it's going to vanish. Like, also, I like everything in writing so I can back my shit up. Mm, receipts. I, don't, I like receipts. And I like, especially if you're telling, giving me instructions or it's just like, I need that in a text message form. Here's yeah. where I'm Because torn. otherwise I'm it's a- he said, she said. And it's like, mm-hmm. might as well be a phone call, which we all hate. Trail. We've yeah. established. So I'm a, I'm a little bit torn here because we all just talked about how much we hate phone calls. But this is like a little tiny phone call, which is kind of nice. No, because what if someone says something like if you're arguing with someone and you want to like combat everything they said? Oh, you definitely don't uh, want to be by an ar- in an argument on a voice note. Ooh. What I need is all of that in an email so I can copy and paste it and go point by point with my retorts. Yeah, I, like I just I don't like it. I think you can keep them, but then it notifies the person. And then it's like, that's a weird thing to ha- to be like, I'm keeping your voice note. Like, then it's embarrassing. For what? Yeah, it's like, but that's to, feature- listen, to re-listen back for like sexy time later. It's literally just send me a text message. Get iMessage on your computer so you can type <laughs> me a whole story. <laughs> and it's not texting like that's what i do when i need yeah. to explain something to jack i send her eight paragraphs in a row that are super long and we prefer it this way <laughs> i think if you're gonna if you have to tell a story that needs the like you know the nuance of a voice versus the written word do a video you know because then you can really get the whole thing in like you a get video. facial expressions send a video Send a video oh, wow. or insist like the other day it was necessary for a phone call. And I was like, Jack, I, I, are you free? And she's like, yes, it was after it was 8 a.m. Jared, not 630. It was 8 a.m. ish. And she's like, I'm awake and I'm ready to go. I yes. think uh, I think um, <laughs> for people of like our age and maybe younger, a phone call 
is either strictly business or something serious is happening. Like, yeah. There's really no other need for that. You well, know? you like, no one should know go in blind to a phone call. You should text someone and say, "I'm calling." No, because then <laughs> this it's is the so whole millennial of talk. us. Yeah. This is so millennial. But it's like I never cold call anyone. I text them first and say, "Are you free? Mm-hmm. Is this a good time?" Like I don't I do one- that because I don't want it done to me. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I, I do have it's one spooky. last counterpoint for okay. you, Alexis, and that's that. Um, if my mom is li- mom, if you're listening right now. Send the voice note. Don't translate it to text because it oh, never no. works. And I always have to sit there and decode a literal like two paragraphs. Yeah, it's like a riddle. My mom so. does that on her Apple Watch. Like yeah. she'll she'll be out in the garden. She'll she'll press it and she'll talk into it. And it's I get this disjointed AI <laughs> mess and it causes problems because it's never it's what so it's bad. supposed to be. It's, yeah, it's so no. bad. It's always like the most key f- part of whatever they're trying to say to you is wrong. Like, yeah, completely misspelled. Anyways. All right. Well, I am saying guilty. Guilty. Don't send me a voice note. Nope. I'm gu- Not unless I can yeah. keep it and you yeah, don't be guilty. weird about it. I'm going to start sending you voice notes, Jared. You'll probably love them. Oh, if you do it, I'll, of course. There's no pressure. You're not going to like... It's different if it's Bring someone close. So not to be confused. We're not encouraging this behavior. Everyone should try to reduce it. Do you think that anyone has ever been broken up with via I'm yes. sure. voice note? Okay, Absolutely. It's gotta, that's possible. Right? Men are very inventive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very like, um, it's non-confrontational, but it's like personal because it's their voice. Mm. It's like mean ghosting, but you're, you're not, it's you ghosting because you, you won't even be on the phone, but you no. sent like a text voice. Yeah. You, you didn't want to be I bet it's men think they're doing like a good thing. They're like, I'm going to do this really empathetic breaking up thing and then you, it you, ends up being even worse right you ever accidentally almost send one where you look down at your phone and oh, it's yeah. somehow in a conversation and something has already been recorded all the time and it's I like, like the feature. i feel like i got in trouble once for that it's always our friend afton's gotten in trouble so many times for this like she sends it to the wrong person saying the worst thing you could say like three <laughs> I love times that. i love this that. has happened <laughs> when i was with her Oh my oh gosh. Oh boy. Anyway. Often listens, she knows. Um Okay, I'm gonna go next. Great. So my on the stand is inspired by a Facebook post. Uh it is from Rachel. And Rachel and it started quite the debate. Rachel Elizabeth. She posted this back in December. And it's folded potato chips. I'm putting folded potato chips on the stand because you know some are just flat. Oh, folded and some are folded over. Jam. And this I can't tell you how divided everybody in the comments was over the folded potato chip. I know exactly where you stand when you hear it. I know exactly where I stand. You know what chips you go for in the bag. Yes. The folded ones. The only potato chip that gets folded. You and I, I think, have noticed that. You and I, because like we've shared bags of chips, Jack, like from Larchmont. So I think I knew that about you, but not because we've talked about it, because we both go for the foldy boys. Because you get double the crunch. You get double the flavor. Like, what? what is there wrong about it? But some people, one person commented, they're like, folded chips is so guilty. And it had like 30 likes on it. And what? everybody is like, I wish I could like this a million times. Wow, people really feel strongly about this. Because sometimes there's uh, just not a crunch, enough crunch in a singular, le- like a singular level chip. Sure. What do you think, Jared? I love a folded chip. And here's why, is because if you're eating, if, if your chips are coming out folded that means you're probably eating kettle chips which are the best yeah. chips. Uh, that's ideal. you know how often you're not you get gonna a get a lay ruffle? with a foldy yeah no. that's what i'm saying so like that's I, true they're only kettle 
And and to be fair, kettle chips are the superior chip. Oh my and god! We can put that better. on the stands some other point. But like, if you're getting folded chips, you're eating kettle chips, so you're already in the right direction. Yeah. And then now just enjoy it because you're already eating the best kind of chip that there is. So it's mm. like a, stuff something in the little the little wave, and then you have like a mm. chip sandwich. That's right. <laughs> put a little piece of pickle in there. Oh. Yeah. It's too bad they can't sell them like that. I know. <laughs> I know. Little mini pickle pickles. stuff foldy boys. Lex, have you have you made the uh, the viral cheese pickle thing? No, not in a minute. But I have all the ingredients. Maybe tonight. do you know what I'm talking about? Where you like fry the cheese and you fold it over? Wait, no. I thought you were this talking about my pickle thing. sushi. No. Oh, no so you get a piece though. of provolone or whatever you want, and you put it in a pan and fry it. And then once it's crispy on the bottom, you put a pickle in the middle and then fold the cheese over so it's like a little pickle blanket? cheese sandwich. Like yeah. a pickle in a blanket? Yes. Yeah. Is and it like good a crispy, looking? Crispy and people dip it in cheese. like ranch sauce. It looks, I don't know, I haven't had it yet. I've been waiting for Jared because I'm too scared to she make was it like, myself. She goes, hey, you know what I want to make? And she like, I was I was like, oh, this is going to be something like impressive from TikTok. She flips it around and it's just like. Honestly, that sounds <laughs> delicious and I might do it trash easy Report like thing. i mean it's low we'll carb there's no downside yeah. here no it's looks we'll try it out. so delicious yeah. and i told her i was like we're making that this week so we'll, absolutely we'll report back fuck yeah all right well fold <laughs> the chips play. or not, chip sorry not, not guilty. guilty not guilty jared all right um <clears throat> my on the stand today it's, you did potatoes i'm doing potatoes too um, oh i was just in the uk and on the stand today i know in the past i've said that i'll just eat a fry without anything on it I actually mostly prefer that. It's so which, insane. Which I know people think is crazy. <laughs> both it's said, so insane. Both said at the same time. I can't even imagine that. It's like, I just appreciate the, the potato. If whatever. there's no ketchup, throw the fries away. Yeah. Like, okay, so if, if I go to McDonald's and they forget the ketchup, it's over. I don't even want them. That was not the, even I'm, worth it. I'm envisioning the exact flavor palette that I want. I yeah, like that umami. I've already wound you up because I'm about to tell you what my on the stand is. Oh, no. And that is... Okay, I'm going to put you in a situation. You can't mm. get ketchup. You can't get maybe you like ranch. You can't get any of that. Ranch is no good on fries. Mayo. Oh, they want yeah. you to put mayo on your fry. Are you doing it? No. Absolutely. Never. No. And I you like mayo. mayo, right? I like mayo not alone. I like mayo oh. like mixed into an egg salad or oh. tuna salad or on one piece of bread in a sandwich. It can't be both. The other one should be butter. But um, butter. No. There- Butter's there delicious is, on a sandwich. Try butter instead of mayo. It'll change your life. Whoa. Butter yeah. instead of mayo on a sandwich? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, for sure. I've never Oh, it's such that. a good move. Way oh, better. So good. And honestly, better for you. Mm. Oh, I it's love so butter. fucking good. Me too. Butter, butter on a sandwich reminds me of being like in fifth grade. It's all I yeah. want. But I will say there's some places over there in Europe where they just, the fries come out and they look, where the chips, they come out and they look so good. And then... Sometimes without even asking, they just start – they have like – you know the big bottle, like the big like yeah. jug with the thing on the top and it's just mayo and they just pump mayo on it and then it's like, here's your fries. Are you like, please don't. Here, can you have a little cup to put it on the side like a ramekin? Well, this is why I put this on the stand is because if I'm in a situation where I can't get the condiment that I want and they have mayo, I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that's it. a normal thing I'm in the UK it. is, yeah. is fries it. with mayo. I'm going to do it. And I know there's people that are going to totally shit on me for this, but I really the don't think haters. it's that bad. No, a lot of and people like mayo. I, I truly 
think it smells bad. I really don't like it unless it's mixed with something. <laughs> I will basically eat it by itself. I hate so it. Good. I think it's so gross alone. Mm, fries and mayo. Jared, we weren't going to get fries tonight, but now I want some. All roads lead back to mayo or tuna with me on this podcast. I don't know, <laughs> I know. why. <laughs> or both. It's, I mean, tuna is a mayo. Life. Um, tuna is like one of mayo's main The mayo besties. of food. Yeah, for sure. So Did you good. have you worn the mayo shirt I got you for Christmas? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I yes. have. I believe you. Yes, I has. swear to God, I have. <laughs> okay, not out, but like around. Yes, I forgot out. I how wore much it out you... when I was back in Phoenix. Well, here, this makes sense. I forgot how much you love mayo. Of course, you're dipping fries in a mayo. Down. But like, Hell I yeah. don't want to be known as the guy who just like can't stop eating mayo. mayo. Man, he's the mayo <laughs> oh, man. No. I yeah. love that guy. He I'm not man. that guy. Did you get Jared a Juicy Couture mayo collab for Valentine's Day? No, I want that. Oh, okay. I Juicy, want that. Juicy, we're listening. Listen to us. We'll, we'll do it. Just send it. <sighs> I would love it. Um, okay. I'm going to say not guilty. Mayo with fries. Love it. I'm going to say I'm guilty, saying not but guilty. I'm, I'm guilty. Guilty, but you're, I'm out. I'm All right. Lex, do we have our listener on the chain or on the stand? We sure do. Um, here we go. Okay. I'm calling with an on the stand. I am putting on the stand going to a workout class in which you are next to the same person the entire time and not wearing deodorant and specifically not wearing deodorant that works. Um, I think it should be illegal. I think it's so gross. And um, people smell bad when they work out, especially, and um, to have to inhale someone's sweat fumes for an hour is just not something that I feel that I should be paying to experience. So I think it's guilty, but um, I know that deodorant causes cancer, but I think there's other ways we can um, cut down on our carcinogens. It's respectful. Okay, bye. I love the caveat there. It's like, yeah, but deodorant causes cancer. So where do we go from here? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, those are like the best ones. <laughs> yeah, they I don't know. The best for me, like I'm. I, I don't like, know. If no, spice, spice is gonna causes kill me. cancer for sure. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm still just rocking. Me it. and Jack for a long time used Old Spice. Do oh, you yeah, still, Jack? I don't anymore. No. I actually have such a good recommendation for anybody that's looking for a non aluminum non what carcinogenic i guess kosas they're like a clean beauty brand they make a serum deodorant what? so it's like a serum that you put it's like in a roller ball it's like a serum that you put on your face it's like aha acid oh or yeah i've like seen roller ball deodorants before but this is different it's a like it's whatever i don't know what it is but it's the only like because i'm a smelly gal and what I was going to say about this on the scene is sometimes like people can't help it. Like sometimes they're trying their best and they still stink when they're yeah. working out. Mm -hmm. So that's just, you know, it's See, this, I'm sure this is nobody one is the, purposely being stinky. This is one of the risks that you take when you leave your house. But there some might people, be someone else out there that smells bad. Some people don't care that they smell bad. There is a difference. Like, yeah, in, there's cultural differences and, you know, but. Some people know and don't care, and some people don't know. And those people are two different groups of people. And but the some people, people know and are trying their best. And they still, especially if you're working out. I mean, like everybody's sweating. Like that's going to be a place where people are going to probably be stinky. But I think it, the key there is trying your best. Some yeah. people, like who know they smell, are like, 
who cares? It's not my problem. Yeah. You know, I think everyone should balance, you know, norms and consideration for other people with their own needs in a, in a morally acceptable way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it's a hard balance to achieve for certain people, but I think, I think you can do it. I think you can try. If you're going to a gym, you have to respect the norms of where you are. I think that's fair because you're interacting with people very intimately And I think it's a delicate balance. Like I've seen people getting like bickering fights in workout classes. It's like, follow the fucking rules and you won't piss people off. Yeah. Yep. And that goes for everything. Yes. It's not that hard. Follow the rules and don't piss people off. It's not that that. hard. And honestly, like, yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to the gym, isn't that, that's like the first thing that crosses my mind if I'm going to the gym. Oh, I'll go home if I didn't. Cause I'm just like, I'm not being, I'm just like, I can't smell myself. Like I'll get annoyed and be like, I don't like it either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. If I can tell that I'm like starting to get smelly, which I'm not really a smelly guy. No, Jared doesn't, he doesn't smell. It's so weird. So (laughs) weird. Because I I do. If I'm sweat, if I'm like really working out, like there's no way I'm not. No, I smell by the end of the day just from being a human being. Yeah. I could go. I could go like five days without deodorant. It's fucking crazy, and I can't go two hours in the morning if I don't put on deodorant. I'm like, oh no, there's (laughs) been an error, and I need to go home. Well, uh, that's enough of all that shit. So when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus, and I couldn't practice enough. And it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on the realreal.com. 
The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so we're going to deep, deep dive into these letters that Abraham Lincoln and this 11-year-old girl, Grace Bedell, were writing about Abe Lincoln's beard. Are you ready? How, do you know how she knew him? Oh, yeah. She didn't know him. That's so funny. She was just writing him a letter as like the president of the, as the ch- could be to be president. And that she just had some advice for him. So she was kind of, she wrote about it before. And one of the things that she said about Abraham Lincoln, she said, you are familiar with Mr. Lincoln's physiognomy. And remember the high forehead over those sadly pathetic eyes, the angular lower face with the deep cut limes about the mouth. So she was just, talking shit about Abe oh. Lincoln's appearance. Was she young? Did you say she was young? 11. And I had to like, the way that obviously people spoke back in the day is just so different than we do now that I was like... If, it, if an 11-year-old burned me like that, I don't think I would leave the house ever again. I know. She's like, wow. you are so ugly. And to be honest, I don't think... I thought Abe Lincoln was one of the more attractive presidents back Because in of those mutton chops. Yep. Yep. That's true. Yep. He was covering Most of the up the worm. the face covered. Yeah. Otherwise, he looked like an earthworm like the other presidents. And it was the height. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read part of her letter. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. She says, Mr. Lincoln, dear sir, my father has just come home from the fair and brought home your picture and Mr. Hamlin's. I'm a little girl, only 11 years old, but want you to be the president of the United States very much so that I hope you won't think of me to be very bold to write such a great man as you are. Have you any little girls about as large as I am? If so, give them my love. So she was asking if he had any daughters, blah, blah, blah. I have four brothers, blah, 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 blah. All the ladies like whiskers and they would tease their husbands to vote for you and you would be president if you grew yours out. My father is going to vote for you. And if I was a man, I would vote for you. But I will try to get everyone to vote for you so that I can thank the rail fence around your picture. I don't know what she was saying. Um, (laughs) This is too old timey for me. (laughs) It's so old timey. I have yet got four brothers and part of them will vote for you anyway if you let your whiskers grow out. Okay. Because your face is so thin. <laughs> so you little worm, you thin worm. So yeah, she's just like talking shit about his his uh appearance, but he did write her back, which is fucking crazy. That I love that. Abe Lincoln wrote her back. He wrote her back on October 9th of 1860. He says, "Miss Grace Bedell, my dear little miss, your very agreeable letter 
of the 15th is received. I regret the necessity of saying that I have no daughters. I have three sons, blah, 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 blah. They with their mother is my whole family. As for the whiskers, having never worn any, do you not think people would call it a silly affection if I were to begin to let it grow? Very sincere wishes, Abe Lincoln. So he's considering. He's they have this exchange. He's never grown out his beard before. He's always been fresh shaven, wormy face, very gaunt and thin, like she says, wrinkles sunken in, as she describes him. Old daddy worm. (laughs) So he takes her advice and he grows his beard out. And by the time he began his inaugural journey to DC, Abe Lincoln had a full grown beard. So he took his trip through New York State and he stopped where this Grace Bedell girl was from in Westfield, New York. There's a thousands and thousands of people there. And once he was there, he asked to meet her by name. He's like doing this whole thing. And he's like, is Grace Bedell here? And so her father kind of like shuffles through all of the commotion of the crowd and brings her up to meet Abe Lincoln, which like this is so crazy. I mean, let's have like a national Grace Bedell day. She's a natural treasure. I know. So she brings him up. She's 12 now. Mr. Lincoln stooped down and kissed the child and talked to her for some minutes, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And he said at this point, he'd been growing out his beard for months. And he said that she was responsible for it. So he gave her like he's like, you are the reason why I grew out my beard. I love that. And then she said she recalled of the event years later and she said he climbed down and sat with me on the edge of the the station platform she recalled he said gracie look at my whiskers i've been growing them for you then he kissed me and i never saw him again (laughs) oh that ended weird her recounting of it's (laughs) odd but it seems odd you need a little more context you need a little more context like she's writing as an adult years later and like oddly aroused by the experience and but not conveying (laughs) her real-time 12-year-old experience as it was. I'm wondering back in the old-timey days, like, he's probably kissing her on the lips, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. No. Even in, like, the 60s, men were kissing little daughters. No, I don't think on the mouth. I'm sure we can Google it. I don't... I Nothing came up when I was looking for it. But, like, I I feel like men were creepy back in the day. I don't know. Imagine this whole story... Imagine the whole story, but like current. Like, hey, so I've been talking to this eleven-year-old via correspondence. She said I'd be hotter. I I grew my beard out for you. Like, so funny. (laughs) That's wild. It's really fucking bizarre. But but to be fair, she. You know what? As an eleven-year-old stylist, she mm -hmm. helped this guy eventually end up on money. That's true. I mean, she did a great job. The dude is like one of the most famous people in the entire course of history. So totally. I did send. What do you think of him? I sent you guys a, a picture of his grow out in our group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so in August of 1860, the man is clean shaven. He has a horrible haircut. And then I November, love it. I love his look. I love him do? without a beard. I mean, he really? looks like a, uh, he looks like a worm, but I, he looks like a character. <laughs> he looks like a character actor. Like he looks so he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. He really has something like he's got a real character face. I, you know? My favorite look is going to be second slide with the half goatee. Yeah. So a, a month, a month after he receives her grace's letter, it seems like he's only growing the part of his beard from like his lip line 
So in. imagine imagine like a goatee, like what all of your uncles have, and then yeah. it just doesn't have the mustache. So it's yeah. just the bottom yeah, part. Yeah, bottom goatee. Not quite a soul patch, not quite like a chin beard. It's like a half a goatee. Yep. But honestly, I think he looks the best in that in that picture. I love his full beard. I love That's it. He's nice. hot. He looks like anything. He looks like a conductor. He looks like a mad artist or a scientist. He looks like any handsome, accomplished, distinguished career. Like, yeah. and he looks also like Wolverine from the Marvel franchise. Like he looks, oh, yeah. he's got this like, and he's got very big eyes. Like he's just and a got, very low furrowed brow. He's just got a really cool. He's got look. a look. He's got a, but he had, he, I like his look when he has no beard too. I think he's just got character. He reminds me, he's got like, he doesn't look like William Defoe, Willem Defoe, but he's got that intense. He kind of looks like Bill Nye in the first photo. Yes, he does mm. look he's like Bill Nye. He's got the bow tie on. Like he looks like Bill Nye in that picture. Which no, he looks like I a way cooler, like more interesting Bill Nye to me. Well, well he yeah. was. <laughs> he, he sure was. He just looks like he's going to be a big deal, right? Like I something mean, about his look. I don't know. Like a, I, you know, a liberator to me. I like yes. that he grew his hair out also with a mustache. You know, I appreciate that. Like Dude, his whole I love look hair came grow. together. He I had know. A glow all up. thanks, all thanks to Grace Bedell. So you Way know, go, that's Gracie. that's a fun little wrinkle for your brain to have for today. Go tell a friend. You know, love like, it. Do you yeah. know what happened today in 1860? That's right. <laughs> he thanked this 11 year old girl and kissed her on the mouth. <laughs> well, he's known for his beard. That's what's so interesting. I know. She gave so, him his look. Yeah, behind every man and their good decision is some a woman who suggested it. That's right. Oh, and then the last little uh, piece of uh, nugget of information is I guess she tried to write him another letter after this happened because she probably, I think she was writing him a letter to ask for a letter of recommendation for something. I don't know if it was for college. Uh, could Who women knows? go to college back then? I don't know. Um, for something. And he didn't respond. So he ghosted her. He's like, thanks for the advice. See Once he was the president, wow. it's very hard to no. respond to all your fan mail. I know. I don't mail. blame him. I don't blame him. You would hope that the man was really busy. You know, yeah. He was. He was freeing, do. you know, yeah. enslaved people. I mean, yeah. Abe Lincoln is my fave president by far. Hey, at least she got a little bit of back and forth. You know, that's uh, more than more, most people can say. Yeah. Well, let's not get greedy here. It gave her her own Wikipedia page, which I love. I love yeah. that, too. All right. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to hear some of the bad things that you people have done next. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge. Inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's OMRI certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. What's the worst thing you've ever done? 
Hey, naughty friends and fam. We are here to um, talk about how bad you can be, and we're here to make you feel better about it. So we're going to dive right in. Hi, friends. Um, So I'll just jump right into the worst thing I've ever done. Um, This is more of a New Year's Eve one, but it took me this long to to work up the courage. By the way, it's been several years. But um, I basically broke up with I broke up with my boyfriend on New Year's Eve so I could kiss someone else. Um, I literally, this speaks to how long it was, uh, went to his house on New Year's Eve, showed him that I had changed my relationship status on Facebook and that it was over, and that I wanted to go to a New Year's Eve party without him. And it shows you how great of a state the relationship was in, but he literally changed his status too. And we basically high-fived and, you know, went our separate ways on New Year's Eve. And the person I wanted to kiss for New Year's was at the party I went to, and so was his girlfriend. Um, He and I had been texting and, you know, me being the valiant knight I was, I was single. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Um, terrible, terrible move. Anyway, um, long story short, he ended up running out of the house at midnight to meet me, like, around the corner, um, like, at this party. We were both in attendance at this party, and we, like, had texted to, like, meet up outside of the house at midnight and kiss. And we did that, and right when we did that, I felt like a terrible human, and I literally disappeared. I ran away from the party, but I did um, have a friend inside who reported back that his girlfriend was looking for him everywhere and that we were likely just moments away from getting caught and that the piece of shit he is, he walked back in, acted like he was zipping up his pants because he was, like, peeing outside and just, like, grabbed his girlfriend and gave her a smooch and, you know, was smooth sailing from there for him. But fortunately for me, I realized how terrible that felt. And my friends were right on board by, you know, telling me that that's not the kind of person we need to associate with. And fortunately, um, you know, she's his girlfriend, you know, moved on as well to better things. But what didn't help was that my brother lived with him for four years. The year after, the, the literal direct year after that. So that was really, really fun, dodgy game to play. But yeah, um, you know, you can always just kiss your friends on New Year's. So yeah, the worst thing I've ever done. I have an, I have another one. It was at a main concert. I will call back. So I like this one because it tackles two naughty things in one sitting. Mm. We're dealing with the breakup on New Year's Eve and we're dealing with the salacious, unadulterated, passionate secret kiss outside the party. I have two, two thoughts here, unless you want to go go first, Jack, but, um, and they're a little bit obscure, but thought one is you high-fived your ex-boyfriend right as soon as you broke up, which crazy move, but I, I like it. Neither of you liked each other. Like, see you later. High five. That's that. You'd hope that at least one person was upset. But that's a rare move, and I want you to be able to appreciate that. That's really, like, not many people get to have that experience. So the high five is fun. Thought number two. Um, boyfriend who was cheating on 
at midnight, going back into the house and zipping your pants up as you walk in might look worse than you think it does. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, of the events that have trans. Well, the implications of that. Outside, so, the implications, implications of your pants you know. being down. I know you wanted it to look like you were peeing outside, but like maybe just walk back inside normally. Um, that being said, uh, you know, you did what you did. And I have always been pretty against. I think New Year's in general is always <clears throat> this overinflated idea of like what it's going to be. And then it's always a letdown. It yeah. always feels like that to me, no matter what. Um, we even put like the New Year's kiss on the stand, I think, at the beginning of this year. So it's like the whole thing's a train wreck, no matter what. And I, you know what? Live and learn. I think you're okay. You're going to be fine. This dude is the one who was cheating. You did it right. You broke up before all of this happened. So your don't, conscience blame, should be clean. don't blame the woman. No. There you go. Um, well, I'm going to bring it full circle and say it is very commendable that you broke up with him in person, though. I don't know what year this was. This sounds like probably a long time ago, but, uh, and not on a voice, mo- voice note, uh, via text message. Cause it could be yep. worse. Sure could. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, there are so many people out there that would just cheat that night and then come back like nothing happened. So, you know, it, it takes some balls to actually like end it. And like we're saying, doesn't seem like it was skin off anybody's back to end that relationship. Um, and we've all done shit like that. You know, we've all been in the position you've been in and sneaking around and doing something you shouldn't be doing with somebody you shouldn't be doing it with. So you just sound normal to me. I feel like when you're young, you try it once because you're sort of, again, I call it morality testing. Like as you're growing up, you just, you test yourself to be like, how does this feel? How does that feel? How bad does this feel? Am I this person? Am I that person? Like, I think you're just trying to figure it out. And I think the fact that this was many years ago, A, and B, that you called admitting it was the worst thing you've already learned, you know? And I think that's all we can ask for. And again, part of being young is morality testing. And if we judged everybody by their worst mistake under 20 we would all hate each other you know like so don't be so hard on yourself but lucky for us we get to judge you by another mistake because you (laughs) left two and we didn't get to the second one yet. we'll get to that one next week i'm so excited (laughs) oh yeah she called twice we're like what could the two-parter part of this be i'm like no there's another one we got another it's a whole other worst thing I'm yeah, here for we'll it. that eventually. We'll get to you next week. But uh, Lex, do you have a stanza? Do you have a clip? What are you leaving us with today? I've got a clip. It's the Seinfeld clip about it's when George and um, Jerry grow mustaches. And yep. George describes it as taking a vacation from yourself, <laughs> which I liked. So we're going to leave you with that. I love it. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What do you mean, what is it? It's a country right next to Belgium. No, that's the Netherlands. Holland is the Netherlands. Then who are the Dutch? You know, I I cannot stand this thing anymore. I know, I hate it too. I feel like an out-of-work porn star. I told you, we should have taken some kind of vacation. Well, why didn't we? Because you said this would be better. Remember? A vacation from ourselves. That's what you said. What if we grew mutton chops? No. Buzz cuts. Parachute pants. Stop it, George. Stop it. I'm sorry. You've got to get a job. Damn it.
this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.